it's Batman in the Batman costume with a duster on. Like, for some reason, he's just wearing a trench coat on top of his Batman outfit for some reason. Like, that's going to change anything. Love it. And he's, for some reason, working with, like, Deadshot and whatever Amber Heard's character's name is, because apparently Aquaman's dead. Okay. And and they're, like, hanging out with the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> Good. And then, for some reason, evil Superman shows up and murders them all at the end. God. And then Batman wakes up. Oh. I, I just... I don't think he knows what an epilogue is supposed to be. It's supposed to wrap up the stories you have. It's not supposed to just make everything more confusing. Because, strangely enough, despite the fact that it was four hours long... Which is too long. Everything up to that point was not that bad. <laughs> he doesn't if, ruin if it. If that whole dream sequence had not been a part of it, I actually kind of would have said, you know, that the fans were right. The Snyder Cut's pretty good. <laughs> but he he was he shot the bed in the in the eleventh hour. Was the whole thing a dream? It's like the whole the whole movie. Then the whole four hours. N no, there's okay. like a weird. They in Batman v Superman, the director's cut at least. They had a weird thing where it showed a, a dream sequence where Batman was in the Batman outfit with a duster on and guns shooting a bunch of bug people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then like, and then he gets captured and Superman shoots his head off with his laser beam eyes. <laughs> Which is, you know, part of the reason why Batman thought Superman was evil or something. Oh my god. And it turns out that wasn't like a, just a dream or anything. That was a premonition of the future. Because it turns out bug monsters were the bug monsters from Justice League movie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know... I'm glad that you have invested your time in watching these movies. Um, Very wisely. So that I don't have to. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. I thought that I was going to have a larger point. I really thought oh, God. you're going to be like, and that's how I feel about the state of something. And so I was just hanging on and I was like, oh, we're just okay. <laughs> I, I, I have no grander point, much like the universe. <laughs> I just am. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Das Kapital, the world's number one. Suez Canal podcast. <laughs> oh god. I'm Rain. And I'm Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're back after like two weeks 
of you having no computer slash being on vacation and me not waking up. Sure. (laughs) I, man, that was such a whirlwind of emotions, too. Thinking my computer was unfixed forever and turns out it is fixed, but now I have to use an external keyboard. It's a whole thing, but, you know... Thanks to that stimmy that we got, <laughs> <laughs> I am living that sweet, sweet Biden money <laughs> in the lap of luxury. So, um, I'm I'm assuming my stimulus has come in. I haven't talked to anyone in weeks, <laughs> including my parents. So, <laughs> oh yeah, because you're you are not here. Um, nope. <laughs> that would complicate things, I guess. I'm assuming they have my money. <laughs> Run me my money, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be a fun treat for you to look forward to. And I, like, what what will you buy? Like, what would be the what'll be the first thing that you buy with your stimmy money? I'm gonna buy a whole lot of not debt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. I'm still waiting for that um, debt relief, uh, student loan debt relief. I'm waiting for a lot of things that Biden promised. (laughs) I feel like we're going to be waiting for a while. Um, Surprisingly, he is not our savior. Who could have imagined? Not not American liberals. That that Obama 2.0 is disappointing. (laughs) Here's what I'll say about Obama, um, which is basically nothing. All I want to say is that I love Michelle Obama (laughs) (laughs) and the girls. So, like, (laughs) that's where I'm at. He's fine, I guess. But (laughs) his talent was making you feel heard, not necessarily doing anything about it. No, but he made me feel safe. Like, I feel like if I went to Mr. Obama, Barack, as those close to him call him so mr obama if i were hussein if you're a right-wing commentator yeah, sure um, <laughs> i feel like if i went to him with an issue he would sit me down and he would give me like a glass of water or something and be like listen we're gonna get through this together um i'll work on it from my end you just you know you just hang on i'll give you a call and it'll make me feel comforted but i'll never get that call from him um, oh no! Yeah, to help. <laughs> so the follow through non-existent. <laughs> the delivery fantastic, amazing, amazing. So today's episode of our of our amazing podcast that is so well put together and planned um, is a hundred percent dedicated to the brave troops in the Suez Canal. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I have been ups- I was a little sad when they dislodged it. Like I was like I, Suez Canal was basically like the, the new Thai cave story <laughs> in that I randomly got really obsessed with it. I just I the memes and were every great. nonsense detail that continued. <laughs> I, it's like we're losing millions of dollars because there's a ship stuck in the Suez Canal. What are we doing about it? We have a caterpillar. <laughs> Did you see that picture that was like, so this is the problem. Why don't we just move it? 
Stop <laughs> saying it's so hard and just do it. <laughs> and that's kind of where I was. I was like, there has to be, like, I get that it's big or whatever, but like, come on, guys. We've sent people to space, allegedly. So, <laughs> gotta think <Cobra>. it. <laughs> something that i'd like to touch on today oh boy oh boy uh that we talked about a little bit before is since we are a podcast um dedicated uh partially uh to k-pop k-pop culture um, (laughs) (laughs) and all the things they're in um but since i mean i i am a a fan i guess i'm a stan I'm a stan of different Asian cultures. That's awful. That sounds awful. Um, I'm the hate crime. It's me. Um, anyway, since we interact with a lot of different Asian cultures on this podcast, and in my life at least personally, uh, which, I mean, you, you do too. <laughs> because, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> so... I thought we should talk about some of the violence um, and hate that has been increasingly concerning towards Asian Americans in the United States. Not that this is a new issue. I feel like whenever these movements happen, they're like, oh, there's, you know, this is new. Like with, you know, the George, whole George Floyd thing, like, oh. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> White liberals. <laughs> Just like, oh my gosh. I will put a black square in my profile and I've helped everything. Um, I, you say that like that was the pinnacle, but really, like, the moment that solidified my my realization that white people have just failed entirely was, um, what was that? That <laughs> video of, uh, what's that guy's name? David Guetta. Uh- Oh, God. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Mm-mm. We're pausing this podcast. I'm sending you this video. <laughs> and I want you... No, actually, we're not pausing it. I want you to react to this video in real time. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> She's not ready. You're really, really not ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I think this is the one. I, I, I really hope this is the right one. <gasps> oh, is this the one? Oh, is it just David Guetta or is it with all the different celebrities? Because I saw. No, 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 okay. no, no. This is, this is just David Guetta. Okay. Because <laughs> I saw one with a bunch of different celebrities and I was like, guys, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, this was the actual, like, David Guetta concert. All right. As long as it had the line, it was really what I wanted. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> also, the fact that it has the United Nations Foundation in the corner. <laughs> so <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> uh... You, can, you can cut to like, you know, 30 seconds in when he starts talking. Okay, well, here we are. About to start talking. Oh, All right, people. <laughs> United at home. Oh, the world is going through 
difficult times and America too actually <laughs> so last night I knew we were gonna do this and I made a special record oh my God. so this record is in honor of George Floyd and I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult <laughs> so shout out to his family <laughs> shout out to his family shout out to his family <laughs> so he made a record for George oh my god <laughs> Oh God! Is that Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. that I just heard? Oh my God! Because you know nothing says activist and ally and it, to me. I love that it just it just cuts to him awkwardly on his you know alone stage and just like random white people. <laughs> In quarantine, <laughs> attending his concert—it's <laughs> so good. It's it's one of my favorite oh, videos, like wow. of everything of everything that happened in 2020 that just like stuck in my mind like a knife. <laughs> this one, I I come back to it all the time, and I'm just like, shout out to his. <laughs> deals with music i just don't understand how tone deaf he just <laughs> it like wh what <laughs> you know things have been really difficult even in america so because it, it was it was not that long afterwards like it's not like you know <laughs> like it happened in june oh my god that is wild <laughs> How out of touch do you have to be? I like no hate to this to, to David Guetta, <laughs> but like <laughs> God. But seriously, that's what the attitude was, and like I feel like every time there is a movie, like that's that's basically it. Shout out to his family. Shout out to his family. <laughs> Yo, dog, that's not me, but <laughs> rip. That line is gonna stay with me until I die. <laughs> You can't do that. And then fade in to, to MLK over a house beat. Like, you can't. Oh, no. Okay, well, so that's what we should do now um, for this segment, then, is I want this to be all over a house beat, because uh, that's apparently the way that you properly respect marginalized and targeted communities. Um I know Atlanta is going through a really hard time right now. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> anyway. Cut to the Selma speech. So, oh my god. <laughs> no. For for something that has absolutely nothing to do with black people. Like <laughs> do that, but for the stop 
<laughs> AAPI hate. Like, that... <laughs> Ugh. Back to this. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Cut to speeches from Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> God. <laughs> they would, too, though. Like... Oh, my word. I'm crying. Okay. No... <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to... Derail. You, you, you didn't know what the Geta video was. I didn't. And I needed, <laughs> I needed you to see it. I'm just going to reference it so much now. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I wish I would have seen that in 2020. It probably would have made things better. It would have... No, it would have It would have hurt much worse because I, I was just like, no. <laughs> no yeah, like late what? 2020. Not like... <laughs> No, I would have been in As, When it happened, I was in. Sh- I was shocked. I was like, David, why? <laughs> what convinced you that this would be a good idea? Oh, my word. Um. All right, we're talking about Asian Asian violence. Yes, in, in, America, in America, on the rise. It's on the rise. Um, but there is a long history of anti-Asian rhetoric, discourse, actions. Um, here, it's not it's not new by any um, stretch of the imagination. But uh, in conjunction with uh, our previous president, um, <laughs> I don't want to say that he created and perpetuated a anti-specifically Chinese rhetoric, but he did um, with his whole... Chinese virus, China virus. He didn't even call it the Chinese virus, did he? He called it the China virus. That's because he can't say <laughs> Chinese with that inflection of China. <laughs> That's true. Oh, he can't be racist enough. So, yeah. So, like, there's... And, and because, first of all, <laughs> hate towards Chinese Americans and Chinese people in general would be misplaced. But also... Uh, Americans only see Asian people as Chinese. Um, and now, well, now maybe also Korean because we know about K-pop now. So um, so they just treat everybody like shit. And um, so it's been really, it's been pretty bad. There's been a lot of bad things happening. Uh, recently, the shooting that I believe resulted, was it eight deaths or seven deaths? I think that sounds, I think eight. Eight, okay. Um, and it, it's just, it's just a really sad thing to see. So there is an organization called Stop AAPI Hate. Um, they have a website, uh, which is just stopaapihate.org. Um, and you can report incidents on there. Um, and there's press releases. There's a lot of different things on there. One of the coolest things I think they have is a resources tab where you can um, look at a lot of things for different uh, Asian communities. Um, But ACT Now is kind of part of a larger thing called movementhub.org, which kind of... uh, It's like activist porn hub. Yeah, basically. (laughs) But specifically for Asian American and Pacific Islander like communities. Um, so you can find like local, if you are in the United States of America, you can find local, um, uh, support and organizations through them. So I thought that those were kind of cool resources. They all just have a lot about the history of, um, 
anti-Asian-ness in the United States. So yeah, so it's pretty cool. So I just thought I'd drop those links for anybody that was interested. And I feel like we have somewhat of a moral responsibility because we are humans, <laughs> one, first. And then um, we are kind of, we have morals. So um, when it comes to humanity, at least. Um, I mean, I'm not going to cop to that, but. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, because of our podcast, I just felt like it was something that we should discuss at least that's fair. briefly. But uh, that that's my piece on that. Do you have anything to add? I frankly do not want to dwell on the, like, I don't know. Whenever there's coverage, whenever there's a shooting, people have a tendency to do that thing where they dwell really hard on every detail of a shooter's mm. life to try and ascertain some sort of reason. Yeah. And frankly, the fact that we've had like three in the past three weeks uh, is a little too much for my brain to handle. Wait, are you talking about specifically against... Um, Just mass shootings in America. Oh, we had seven... Not necessarily against Asians. We had seven in seven days. Actually. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh... Um, I don't think they all ended up with, with fatalities, but I think the majority of them did. Um, yeah, but also here's the thing. (laughs) I feel Mm -hmm. like people only dive into the reasons why if the shooter is white, (laughs) 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 maybe not, maybe that's harsh. I would say that like the general American media (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only does that if the shooter is white. Um, I, I mean, as we all know, <laughs> black and brown people are not capable of having interior lives. Well, that's, that's a white people. No, white people just, you know, they're just caught in bad situations and they make a, <laughs> the wrong choice and uh, it's just really sad for them and all that kind of stuff. But black and brown people. Yeah, the cops always feel bad for the kids. <laughs> Why they don't shoot them to death. <laughs> Oh, that's that could be seven shows really for us. Um, <laughs> good write books, but yeah, I think that you are. I I agree with what what you're saying. All right, what's our next topic before I start? Yeah, before you start, what? What do we? What, <laughs> before we start the next topic, what do we do? What's the oh, next oh, oh, I see. Um, okay, so we are. Because I introduced this fun little segment talking about problematic people, uh, this light-hearted <laughs> banter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we talked about G Dragon last time and some of his um, more problematic moments. Um, mm-hmm. And this week we're going to talk about. K-pop stands, and my opinion on this topic actually changed a little the more I thought about it, and which I think is probably healthy um, for you to be able to change your opinion, but I also don't know if I've changed it too much. So I'm going to start with what I, <laughs> with the issue, and then, um, and then go from there. Last time we, uh, you, you did a cold open with a really, really good <laughs> story. Um, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, 
And that got me thinking about how specific, like, I, I can't say much about, like, Korean fans because I don't have a finger on the pulse of their culture. I, I can say a lot more about um, Western fans, specifically those in the United States. And they are obsessed, as, like, they're obsessed with shipping. Um, <laughs> and, and this does not even, like, it's not just K-pop, it's everywhere, but K-pop is... No, it's <laughs> all of Western fandom has an obsession with shipping. It's just we want people to be in love. And um, I think that's, there's there's a lot of reasons for that um, that we won't go into. Um, so I will go down so many rabbit holes, but... That we don't need. No, not today. Um, but so, but with with K-pop, it seems to be like it's fueled by some internal fire, and I think there's a lot of reasons for that, which we're going to get into later. But one of the things that I found to be uncomfy <laughs> about some of this is that like they will, you know, ship different band members with other band members, and I think you and I have discussed this probably on this podcast before, and I. I honestly think that a lot of that has to do with um, the 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 social structures around um, physical touch between uh, non-romantic partners um, or friends, like people in general (laughs) um that is very different between our two cultures like um it's just in korea it was not it's not uncommon to like hold hands with your best friend all that kind of stuff and in the united states like it kind of happens but like usually not like in public necessarily and not between men (laughs) um uh Because everybody's so afraid of being perceived as something or whatever and toxic masculinity and all that good stuff. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, if you thought that toxic masculinity wasn't going to make an appearance in this episode, boy, were you wrong. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it's it, it's different, um, but we we just can't, here in the United States, like just accept that difference. And so instead of being like, oh, it's a cultural thing and we don't need to make a big deal out of it, we made a big big deal out of it. And now we have so many fan fiction sites um, (laughs) (laughs) and YouTube channels devoted to shipping band members with other band members and... Splicing videos to make it like I, it's wild, and I've always felt uncomfortable about it. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just a little bit because these are you know they're people that it's they're not characters necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on all all of that so far? Mm-hmm. I like I said before, I'm I'm a hundred percent for shipping characters. Sure. I do it all the time. <laughs> Same. But when it comes to real people, 
it, it, it gets more complicated and it gets even more complicated when it's the, the, the distinction between the artist as a person and the artist as a parasocial, you know, character mm -hmm. being put out by their label mm -hmm. blurs the lines ever further. Thank you. Okay. That's where I started going with all of this because I was like, because first this, this all started off with K-pop stands are problematic, but the more I look at this, which are, they are, but, but you know, for a lot of reasons, um, but the more I look at this, the more I'm like, well, so like when you and I got into K-pop, because I would say that we got into K-pop around roughly around the same time. I was maybe a little earlier than you, but you were around for Big mm. Bang and... Um, all of the, like, just, they, they seemed so, their whole thing was that they seemed ultra, like, beyond humanity. Like, they weren't real. Um, larger than life. Yes, larger than life, almost alien, um, just wild fashion. Obviously, like, there's a lot of editing <laughs> and stuff for the videos, because that's how you do videos. But, like, to make it seem like they are not real. We had to edit out every time G Dragon said the N word during the <laughs> during the music video shoot. Yeah. I think they missed those ones. Uh, that slipped through, uh, but uh, but um, but yeah. So like, and this wasn't just you know they are like a really good example of it because they dug so deeply into it. But pretty much every group, and since then, like. Specifically talking about K-pop, um, not like alternative Korean music or like hip-hop and rap, like specifically K-pop creates this image that is heavily manufactured <laughs> um, and edited and it's specifically, they, there's so much intention in creating these idols. Like when I refer to them, I refer to them as idols. I don't really refer to them as people super often. Um and I think that is because that's how they are presented to us is that they are, they're not. And I, even with their shows where they show us like, oh, they're daily living and all that kind of stuff. It's so edited. It's so manipulated. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's perfectly tailored yes. to match the pre-created image. They're quirky or they're thoughtful or whatever they've decided this, this bandmate's going to be. And it's, to the extent of, like, these people are characters. <laughs> and I think that it's still problematic. I still think that, like, it goes too far. But I also, at some point in time, can't be like, this is what these huge companies have done. And I and I think they're not against the, this shipping all this kind of, because it fuels... Oh no, it's it it's part of that obsession train that yes. makes them their money. And so this started off with K pop stands are are <laughs> are problematic, but I really obviously the the companies are the most problematic in all of this. If we're talking about You're really breaking the mold as a leftist podcast. <laughs> no, actually it's not we're really stretching our imaginations. I never thought we would get there. Never thought we'd reach that conclusion. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know I took a, a crazy turn here. Um, you weren't expecting this content from us. Um, 
I always thought that I could trust big corporations, which is why we love JYP so much. But yeah, so... Who couldn't trust a company named Hybe? <sighs> I, I feel like there's still been no explanation. Besides, they're like, well, we, we're an entertainment company. So I'm assuming the E stands for entertainment. Like maybe hybrid. Like, I don't know. Hit yo big entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> sure uh i mean that seems fine um <laughs> that's my, my thing on on problematic people um when are you gonna do your uh mini series on these entertainment agencies it's a great question does anyone know how long depression lasts <laughs> Well, have you tried have you tried going outside, getting some fresh air? I've been told that that I, helps. you know, you know that would be a great idea except for the past 2 days, uh the fine dust levels have been mm. fucking through the roof. So going outside for like an hour would be the equivalent of smoking like 45 cigarettes on top of the fact that I'm already smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be like 90 <laughs> for your day. So not a great, not a great plan for me. Fine. It just feels like you're not even trying. I literally had somebody say that to me when I, like, during one of my most depressive episodes. They're like, it feels like you're not even trying. I was like, yeah, well. Correct. Because I'm not. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the whole thing. You got it. I did hear. I did hear, like, I heard through the grapevine, I saw this on a website, um, mm -hmm. that J-Hope's sister is joining, I think, maybe Cube Entertainment? Or K-pop? I, she signs... Or just as, like, a trainee. She signed with Cube. Hold on, I have it here. She's an influencer, so... She runs her own fashion company and online shopping mall. And she has a YouTube channel. It doesn't say what she is going to do. <laughs> just just uh, that she's signed with them. So. Well, you know, we'll figure out the exact details later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's, I feel like so much and nothing at all has happened. Like nothing worth, oh my gosh. Actually, CL's, <laughs> this is the stream of consciousness podcast. Um, <laughs> CL's, have you heard her new song? No, I haven't. First of all, it's, mm -hmm. it's so good. She still, she still has not released her full length album. Um, <laughs> Uh -huh. so that has been upsetting but she did release um a song in 2021 called wish you were here and it's just really good i think it might be about her mom it's it's um it's just a good song so you should give a listen to it and um miss miss cl if you would like to to drop that album Anytime. Any day now. <laughs> it was supposed to be out in what? October? November? 
<laughs> so, so that's cool. Um, I don't think anybody's in like super hot water right right now. <laughs> Hasn't been too many scandals, I don't think, since we last spoke. <laughs> no more Nazis, apparently. <laughs> Not yet. I just still have questions about that cafe. Like, why? Because aesthetics trump the need for uh, common sense. <sighs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> well, that's, you know, pretty much all I've got. So let's get into the real important business. Oh, God, okay. Rosé. <gasps> oh, yeah. Single. Out. Yes. On the ground. How do you feel? How are you feeling right now? It's it's grown on me since it came out. It doesn't exactly... The song don't bang. Well, I don't know that... But it's not supposed to. Yeah, I don't think they're supposed to be bangers, but I did really enjoy it. I, I didn't... I enjoyed On the Ground more than I liked her song, Gone. I think... I thought they were both mm-hmm. good, though. I do think that this one is more... Uh, Thoughtful, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact is, I think if I remember, it's all in English, right? Yeah. I yeah, I think so. And that's pretty cool. I thought it was a good way to, because um, it wasn't necessarily what the kind of music I expected her to do. I guess it mm. wasn't what I was mm-hmm. expecting, um, and so. I think it was a really good way for her to distance herself from the Blackpink image to become more, like, to be seen as a solo artist. I mean, it is, it is, it's far enough away from the signature Blackpink sound Mm -hmm. without getting all the way away from it. Because after all, like, everything they've made has been produced by Teddy Park, so he also produced this one. It kind of reminded me to relate everything back to BTS um, because that's the only yeah. K-pop group, apparently. <laughs> but <clears throat> the only one I'm familiar with. It kind of reminded me of like um, when Suga did his he he does solo stuff and he he performs under the the name <laughs> August D. So, like, he raps. He's a rapper for the group. And he did a rap. <laughs> he, he, he did a rap. He did, <laughs> he did a rap. He did, uh, he did raps. And then he did a... He is a rapsman. <laughs> a rap album. Um, that went into some, you know, darker issues. And, I mean, it was still him. Like, it's... you. It didn't change enough that it, it didn't sound like him or... Um, Honestly, didn't it? It still could hypothetically be something that like BTS produced, but it was different enough that it set him apart as an artist um, to give him his own like clout and stuff. So her album kind of reminded me of that. Well, her single, I guess, not really an album. Yeah, it's not really a full album. Yeah. What did you think of the video? I don't think I watched the whole thing. <laughs> What did you? I want you to. I want you to. I want you to pull it up, and I have a curious question, okay. which is deep. How intentional do you think this is 
that just the last, like, you know, last frames of the title card at the end of the song look like absolute garbage. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Pull it up. They're like three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, well, I'm watching an ad. <laughs> Is that just like Times New like Roman? <laughs> it looks like Times New Roman that was like blown up, but they didn't blow it up with the font. They just blew up the JPEG. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> the That's wild. <laughs> that, it looks like hot garbage, which was the first thing I noticed. The first. Like, the moment I watched this video, I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> terrible. That's the most memorable thing about the video. And I'm wondering, was it intentional? Here's what I hope happened. Here's the narrative that I'm going to push on this. Is that... <laughs> yes, leave me some fanfiction. <laughs> Give me some headcanon. The, the, the team, they're getting everything put together. Um, everybody's doing their own tasks. they got to put together one person was supposed to be in charge of this. They're like, okay, I'm going to work on this. I'm, I'm going to work on it. But then they got caught up with other things because life gets busy. And they were like, oh shit, I have to give them my stuff tomorrow so they can put everything together. And they were in the meeting and they were like, this is what I have. And... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was like, "This is just, <laughs> this is just Times New Roman with caps lock." <laughs> but you know, like I changed. It's in a word document, but I I switched. <laughs> the background's black, and so you know, I spent quite a bit of time on this today trying to center it and everything. Um, it is kind of small, um, so we're probably gonna have to to blow that up a little bit. But I can just take a screenshot here. Um, and then you can just adjust it to the size you need for the video. And everybody else was like, we don't have time to fix it. So here we are. And um, that person is now probably fired. So, <laughs> <laughs> But we stuck with it nonetheless. <laughs> nevertheless, it persisted. <laughs> just, maybe, maybe this will be our thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> People will think we're being grounded and, and realistic <laughs> by not making a fancy plot choice. <laughs> looks like like a self-made, like a homemade video, like an underground <laughs> rapper. Maybe people will believe that this multi-million dollar music video <laughs> was just Rosé on iMovie, like cutting some shit together. <laughs> In the next one, we'll use Comic Sans, you know, so she's relatable. After all, <laughs> nothing says nothing says Lisa like comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who are we gonna use wingdings for? <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> Sue, solid papyrus. Oh, <laughs> uh, she really is. Yes, yes. Basket well, Papital, your number one source for font-based comedy. <laughs> Sometimes I think, wow, we did a really good job with that podcast. We made some really solid points. Um, <laughs> I, 
today is not necessarily one of those days. I had a great time. <laughs> but I don't know how many good points we've made. <laughs> not to a sandwich. <laughs> uh, rip to that cargo ship. Braver than all the troops. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to that cargo ship and that cargo <laughs> ship alone. Did you see the meme of that caterpillar where the, the, the tanker ship was just labeled like the crushing weight of the world <laughs> and the caterpillar is just like me trying my yes. best? <laughs> it's so real. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever like had to bring that. Like they're like, okay, yeah, we're bringing in reinforcements. It's fine. Somebody's gonna come. They're gonna, we're gonna do something. And then this man just <laughs> boop, 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 boop on his caterpillar. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy because I, I feel like he's like, no, no, no. It's gonna be a whole team of people. We need to get this, <laughs> we need to get this, and how widened. And he's like, all right, I'll be there. I'll play my part. And he's I'll like, where is everyone? Oh, oh no, it's just you. <laughs> Guys. I guess I better get started. <laughs> okay, well, I only brought the one cable, so <laughs> um, <laughs> could you guys like push from the other end? <laughs> it really was just like watching men try to fix something. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of this time um <laughs> we were in college and i think some of our friends were trying to get a car out of a snowy ditch and i was like guys this isn't happening today it's still snowing um we're all cold let's just call a tow truck i was in the car that was in the ditch by the way um i was not driving but <laughs> i was in the car they were very nice to come help and like they're like no 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 we got we got it like we're just we got this we have to get like the leverage right and like the angles and all this kind of stuff and finally i was like you know what <laughs> if you want to waste your time that's like i'm gonna go sit in the car and eventually they did not get the car out of the ditch and a tow truck had to come uh, the following day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just what this whole thing just like reminded me of. It's like, well, if we do this, how did it finally get, how did they get it? <laughs> Was it the caterpillar? I have no idea. <laughs> I just saw the news today that like it popped up on my Apple News. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ship finally unstuck. <laughs> I hope that like it just like the currents changed <laughs> and it just poop and went out. <laughs> but I hope that the caterpillar man gets all of the uh all the praise and recognition that he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to see the children's book. It's just a little caterpillar that could. <laughs> it's just a caterpillar trying to dig. Get shit out of a canal. He's just crying. <laughs> <laughs> Even if 
sometimes it feels like the amount of work you have could be too much. (laughs) And every day it's staring you right in the face and you can see the whole thing and it looks impossible. (laughs) (laughs) The beginning of a movie is like, have you ever felt like (laughs) the task set before you is is too insurmountable? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Pans out. <laughs> it was a little caterpillar. Oh boy. <laughs> did we do it? I feel like we did something. I we came here today and we did a thing and we did it together. And so that's beautiful. I did no research, so I have nothing like informative or interesting <laughs> uh in terms of content. I could ramble about Green Sill and how hilarious that's been, but I mean you could. Have um, we talked about Green Sill? I don't think so. Have we talked about Green Sill not on the show? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would I would remember that. Um oh. wait, hold on. Hold on. They were is this a company that has to do do they have to do with that stupid road town? Or no? Road Town. <laughs> What's it called? That one where they're, you know, they're killing people to make this town that's one road. <laughs> oh, Neon. Neon. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, unrelated, unrelated to Neon. All I know that is that, like, it's a company. Arguably, <laughs> arguably fairly close to being just as stupid, though. Okay, well, when you work with money... <laughs> things get stupid it it turns out when your entire company's existence is predicated on being a bank and making money out of thin air while technically not meeting the legal definitions of what a bank is you might accidentally fuck some things up and (laughs) lose everyone's money interesting so they sound like they're gonna get an award um question two how is that not money laundering It's absolutely money laundering, but it's legal, technically. Yeah, see, that just doesn't seem fair. Well, because what they're doing is, uh, it's they're not laundering money, it's supply chain finance, but they're doing, <laughs> they're doing <laughs> this thing called reverse, reverse chain, some fucking nonsense phrase, where basically... Instead of paying money, you pay us money, and then we'll pay the money, and then you get most of your money, but then we get the rest of the money. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that one bit. <laughs> so, okay, let me, let me try to explain that slightly better. So, when... <laughs> so you're a company. Sure. You need, you need materials to make your goods and services. I do. So you go to a different company to buy them. Yeah. So usually what you'll do is you'll put in an order with them, they'll send you their shit, and at the end of the month you settle up. and You pay them how much ever you owe them. Right. Bills. Uh, and this can, like, you can do that on, like, a yearly plan, three-year plan, five-year plan. Um, depends on, you know, the contracts you make. Green sales thing is, like, hey, you remember those, you remember those commercials that were like, hey, it's my money, I need it now. I do. It's kind of like that, where it's like, where for the suppliers, 
what they'll do is they'll buy the debt and pay you as pay the supplier most of it but then they now own the debt that you the company formerly owed the supplier and then they securitize it (laughs) which means they can now buy and sell it on (laughs) exchange markets which means we're creating another bubble (laughs) (laughs) i okay i don't understand a lot of things um (laughs) girl is is selectively very dumb I say selectively, but I didn't select it. Um, Something else did. And my brain's like, nope. But money gets me. And, like, (sighs) trade markets, stock markets, I I can't. I can't understand it. And even, like... Oh, no, it it makes no sense. Online banking, I'm like, but... But where is my money? It's that it's literally it just exist. a number. It doesn't exist. I just and I I don't go to the store and buy things. I give them a card and it has numbers on it. And then there are less numbers in my bank account. It is just it just it doesn't I it does not compute. But <laughs> something I've never understood is how like uh what are they called when like you have debt and it goes to um uh, where uh, (laughs) you have a debt with a company and then absolutely (laughs) 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 feels good (laughs) Uh i feel like i'm using the the good words um (laughs) you have a debt with like uh a company and you don't pay it and then another company, <laughs> like you owe this company money. Another company buys that debt. What is that called for like regular people? It goes into co- collections. Is that that? Pretty much like okay. someone buys your medical debt or whatever. Yeah. So they're, I think, yeah. So it goes to collections. And I was reading about these places and it's like they, you know, yeah, they buy debt. And I don't, <laughs> that makes my brain go crazy i do they buy they buy debt for i heard somebody say they buy debt for pennies on the dollar and i'm like they're buying money for pennies no. on the dollar <laughs> or they're buying the lack of money for i don't get it it doesn't make sense make it make sense they're buying the fact that you owe this amount of money Right, so but they're they're buying the rights to own that. But the company, the original company, uh-huh. doesn't get that amount. Of, doesn't get what you owe them. No, because they sold it, which generally they only sell if they think, you know, there's a low likelihood that you're ever going to actually pay them, so that they're better off just getting money from this company that's going to then become the new hounds that'll harass you for your money. <laughs> I but I just brain cannot wrap around the, the, the like it just like for a while I was like yeah this makes sense and then I was like but but when you put it in words it doesn't make I don't it doesn't make sense except for that it seems very sinister and it feels illegal it feels illegal well I don't see I don't I don't understand what you could 
possibly see as confusing about Greensill, a company that is being funded by SoftBank and then also is SoftBank is using Greensill to buy up the debts from their startup companies to make the startup companies look like they have no debts. Because as I've mentioned, when Greensill buys up those debts, mm-hmm. they disappear from the books, but they still technically exist. So on financial records, your company, when you're using Greensill, looks healthier than it actually is. Like the debts don't exist, but in reality they do exist. But Greensill is a part of the the company that has no, these that... <laughs> SoftBank SoftBank is less of a company and more just a, a, a money spigot that just shoots it just showers uh like <laughs> is Saudi's like uh Emirati oil money on top of any dumb tech startup that like happens to get in its path. Okay, sure. Just imagine a an eccentric Japanese uh tech entrepreneur with a hose connected to the Emirati. <laughs> <laughs> the Got spraying it. all over the tech sector. So SoftBank, not a company. Not even remotely. Okay. But they fund They fund startups. They fund startups. <laughs> Getting it. Okay. And so Greensill is a separate thing. They're Yes, they're but they part... do but they get money from SoftBank. To do their business? Because technically they're not a bank, they're a tech company. But also, SoftBank uses them to basically buy up the debts from the startups so that the startups that they're financing look healthier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And I it's absolutely, it. definitely not a laundering. It, it, it just feels like that's not true. <laughs> If I'm going to be honest with you, it feels very much like a laundering scheme. And I don't, I, I, it also just seems like so much work. (laughs) (laughs) It's an incredible amount of work. But the thing about, the thing about the tech sector is you only need one massive company to capture entire corners of the market. Okay. All it takes you can you can fail and fuck up a million times, but if you get that one success that actually gets a monopoly, mm-hmm. you're made, you're set for life. Okay. Okay. So I fully understand all of this and I'm not confused at all. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I have a question. So Yes. Green still buys up all this debt and they try to get people to pay back their money to whatever. I mean, it did. Not, it doesn't anymore. Oh, oh sure. Bad um, things have happened to it in recent well, days. <laughs> well, that's probably good. Um, oh, I think I, I think something came across my, my news app about that. Anyway, <laughs> and I saw financial things and I was like, no. <laughs> um, I slowly glazed over. <laughs> Um, but, okay, 
So they they now have all of this debt, and these other companies look great. They look like they're just thriving. Um, well, they look like that. Right. They 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 look good, but they're not. But they look good. Mm-hmm. Um, what is? Let's say that this had not collapsed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what's the how how does you're asking it, how does Greensill make money? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? like I said, they, they buy those, they buy the debt obligations of the supply chain finance bullshit. They securitize that and sell that. <laughs> remember, remember, uh, remember back in 2008 when we found out that companies had been taking up a bunch of mortgage debts and yeah. then packaging them up and selling them on, you know, market? Yeah, I still Imagine don't understand. That, except instead of housing debt, it's debt from shit you owe other companies. Okay, how? <laughs> how? How? How are they selling secondhand debt? <laughs> like how? If you're asking how securitization works, my brain is never going to figure out the words to explain it in a way that you will be satisfied with. It doesn't Just black make magic. Sense. It's black magic. It's it's dark wizard magic. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Like I just, I'm so frustrated with this. It just. Oh, I just hate it. I hate it so much for so many reasons. But one of them is that it just, I, just like stop trying to be greedy assholes. Like you just, because it just feels like that's all this is. It's just, I, but that's I also, exactly what this is. I, I just, just stop it. Just, just have listen, enough. Listen, it's it's a, it's a tough time out there. Uh, Lex Greensill is going through a really tough one right now. Uh, shout out to his family. <laughs> anyway, here's Martin Luther King <laughs> talking about something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I hope that nothing goes well for them. We'll I I'll, maybe I'll do a better, them. a better, more thorough reporting on this. Uh, in the future. For now, though, I think we need to cut this off because I have to shower and go to work. Gross. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> this has been Das K. Poppy Tall. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>